Welcome, welcome to Hypocritically Incorrect Podcast. I am your host, Maurice Allen, alongside me, my co-host, uh, John Doe. Here. What's going on with you, brother? What's good? It was good. It was How you good. been doing, man? Top of the evening to you. Yeah, already, already. Um, so we do have a special guest today. Uh, one of, one, one of my homies. Uh, his he, he goes by uh, Wilmo. Um, I just made up a new name. I'm not sure if you heard of this new name, uh, Mr. Charlotte. Everything. Did, did you like that? I don't know if you saw it. Did you Did you like that? That's a, that's a, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, I mean, it, w- once we talk about your accolades, I mean, well, not accolades, but when, when, once we, yeah, I mean, once we just call a spade a spade, if that man got accolades, get him at his. Hey, that, that's why I be trying to tell him. <laughs> Yogi, what up, boy? Um. So, so let me first start off because as black men, we don't do this this, this much. How, how was your day? And then you can go. How, so how was your day, uh, John Doe? Oh, man, it was a day. You know, on this side of the dirt, I ain't going to complain too much about it. So ba- pretty much when you say on this side of the dirt, you're saying... I'm blessed with life. Because um, you woke up, I have no complaints. Yeah. Okay. That, that's okay. pretty much how I go. I'm like, nine out of ten other things that can go wrong in a day. Mm. Did you have a bad five minutes or did you have mm. a bad day? I right. I don't really allow it to bother me too much as such. Okay. What about you, Wilmo? You know, I echo that same sentiment. You know, you, you, you wake up on this side of the dirt, you already... You've already, yeah, yeah, you good. <laughs> you've you already good. accomplished a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and even for those who did wake up on this side of the dirt, going through things that are way more adverse than what I'm going through, I'm still thankful to be in the situation I'm in. So I'm always grateful, man. I'm loving life. Already, already. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, like I said, you know, like everybody's saying, woke up. You know, uh, family woke up. <laughs> You know, your family Man. don't got to woke up. <laughs> I yeah. mean, they don't have to wake up now. I mean, right. uh, friends woke up. Uh, strange, you know what I mean? Life, I'm just, you know, really haven't had too many uh, traumatic no. situations. I haven't, I don't really watch news like that. Um, Wilmo, I think you, you pretty par- partake in. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give that to, give that energy to the world. Okay. So, uh, special guest is Mr. Wilmo, Mr. AKA, Mr. Charlotte, everything. Um, he is the, and I'm, I'm going to make sure I get this correct. You are the founder or the creator of a vibe called quest, or is it you, but you are the create founder, right? You are the, I mean, ish. You know, it's, it's a group of us, you know, it yeah. began with 12 of us saying, hey, let's have a cookout. Mm-hmm. It was 2005. We were all fresh out of undergrad, had disposable income. Charlotte's social thing wasn't what we thought it should be. Right. So it was like, yo, let's put some money in the hat together and throw a cookout. And that cookout over time became a vibe called Fresh. Mm. Well, actually, take that back. We had the cookout for 10 years. And in 2015, mm. uh, Sugar Creek Park got so Flooded. They had to shut down Sugar Creek Road. The county called me and said, "Hey, y'all can't have this no more." So, mm. you know, yeah, the thing used to jump. Yeah, it used to jump. I got threatened by the county commission. He's like, "Look, if you have this again, you will be revoked from using all parking rec facilities." I was like, "All right, cool. It's just not that serious." But with with the vibe called uh, Fresh, excuse me, I said Quest. With a vibe called Fresh, you, I mean, you are the 
you're the the the, the front person. I mean, well, like I'm if part of if it was well, well, I mean, okay. So if there was the Saint Lunatics and Nelly, right? You Nelly, but it's you still a team. Man, boy, you putting them out. You like that? Well, I mean, that's, I, I, I liked it, but. Uh, let, let, if, let, if, let, let like three people of the 12 jump on the podcast oh, so <laughs> you, you the real trash man of this shit right here you put a lot of oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> okay okay because nah, I'm good yeah, we're a team he the slip okay. of the 112 we all okay. have individual okay. efforts and talents that we contribute you might see me more because I happen to do a little video editing or you know I talk a lot but that doesn't mean anybody else's contribution is. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. But I'm just saying, you are the. That's I'm all I'm saying. I'm a guy in it. Okay. You're the okay. Face. So, so let me. No, let, I'm not the face. No, not the face. So, so let so let me paint a picture. Okay. From from what from my from my from my point of view, mm-hmm. my point of view is he's on the stage, okay. he's on the mic, the whole time, right? So everybody's attention is to the stage right. or, or listening to somebody who's on the mic. Mm-hmm. So those other 12 or how many other people, they're important, but they're probably over there in the cutty working on something or over there, chit chat. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, for me, he is the, the face of it. He was the face of the big ass cookout. The, does anybody else want the mic? Pause. I had to think about it. For, pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, anybody yeah. else want the attention? Uh, let me just shout out my squad. Shout out Wink. Shout out Cliff. Shout out Trav. Shout out Trav P. Shout out Be Easy. Shout out Boobe. Shout out uh, Jaina. Shout out who am I missing? Am I missing any writer, Jaina? Uh, uh, I miss you. Dave. Shout out Chef Dave. Okay. Shout out Tank. Yeah, I think. We okay, Tank. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So, Quick question. So, for everybody who doesn't know what a uh, a vibe called fresh yes is, what is it? Explain okay, it to my bad. Point. Yeah. So it, it stemmed from being just an annual cookout, mm-hmm. and I became my. Uh, I used to live in a neighborhood that was heavily gentrified, and I became president of my neighborhood association. And from that, uh, now I'm the liaison between community community citizens and the city, and okay. my uh, city council member. So I'm learning about how that communication works from the frustration of people who've been disenfranchised for a long time to the new people who come over and have all of these demands of a place that, you know, because they're there now. And at the same time, I read The Case for Reparations by ta Coates and followed that by The Color of Law by Richard Rothstein. Mm-hmm. And it just blew my mind. My entire life made sense. Somebody shouted out Wilmore just now. Exactly, that's where yeah. I'm from. Yeah, yeah. okay, yes, that's, yeah. My nickname April. is Wilmo because yeah. I'm from Wilmo. I took yeah. that mentality to college yeah. in Winston-Salem State. People ask me where I'm from. I'm Wilmo. Yeah, yeah. What's Miss Boston, 37, that's April, right? April, yeah, she yeah, said yeah. Wilmore, okay. Yeah, yeah, so boom. And um, so now that I'm, re- I'm, I'm in this space, I was like, wow. I, I just became infuriated from how systems work and how systems have dictated the lives of just the disenfranchised for so long. And I wanted to do something. And being that my old neighborhood, Lockwood, was right across the street from Camp North End, we had a great relationship because they wanted to. Right right up between Graham and Tryon, Mm 0.7 miles from uptown. So, I know exactly what you're talking about. How gentrified that is. Well, anyway, so now I have this relationship with Camp North End. And I told one of the the higher ups at Camp North End about our cookout. She was like, You should bring it back. Mm. I'm like, All right, cool, I will. But now I want to do it with this specific 
message, this very spe uh, specific mission to essentially act as the applesauce mask and the taste of medicine. Mm -hmm. We go bring it out. Mm -hmm. You go have the time yeah. of your life. Okay. You gonna have okay. a good time. Okay. But while you're here, okay, we go not only introduce you to introductory uh, tools, resources, and education that encourages home ownership. We're gonna show you why that's important. We're gonna teach you what this history means. It's not just buying a house, but how knowing how to buy a house, mm -hmm. what it means in a greater construct of wealth building and why it's just essential, why black people have, uh, why there's a 20 to one wealth gap in America right now. For every nickel a black person has, a white person has a dollar. That essentially is directly mm. tied back to housing. And we're not talking about housing policy of the 1840s or after slavery. Act. No, we're talking 1960-ish. Like stuff that my dad was affected by. And you know, just trying to recover from those wounds and recover from that injury while listening to trap music. You might have you a little glass or whatever. Whatever, you yeah, know okay. You now the vibe the vibe was cool. I was out there. The vibe was cool. Uh, coming, uh April on the, on live says uh shout out to Wilmore Day this Saturday at Abbott Park, two to eight. Okay. Well Wilmore Day is a, again. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. So, uh, if you will, Reaganomics. Reagan yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they had a lot of acoustic guitars. And yeah, back yeah. Back then, you know, we had a dope. Oh, so this ain't Wilmo, Wilmo. Wilmo. Oh, this is the gentrified this is day. This is different from what I know. Oh, man. so it shouldn't be called Wilmore Day. I mean, it should that's be... the neighborhood. I, I get it. Oh, so it's still going to be called Wilmore? It's always Wilmore's the name. You ever Wilmore's essentially West Dilworth now. You've been to yes, 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 yes. So Wilmore is always the same houses, the same hood, or whatever. But they, well, it's been gentrified right to a point that the community doesn't look like this. Matter of fact, if you ever go on a date night, there's a spot, a swanky spot on Mint Street called Pasta and Provisions that mm -hmm. your wife probably would love to go to. Mm -hmm. That used to be a corner store. Really? If you only knew how much crack was sold at Pasta and Provisions, <laughs> fam, this is an entirely different world. My mother, out of probably 40 houses on our street, my mother is one of three black people. Damn. And it used to be completely, you know. But all of that, and again, the case for reparations taught me why. All of that was, so Wilmore essentially was a white neighborhood to begin with. Okay. And... The reason Wilmore was allowed, people, first of all, let's unpack this. People use the term white flight, like hmm. white people had it, hmm. then, you know, they, right. got, they right. left because black. Right. No, no, right. no, no, no. Right. First of all, you don't take flight unless you understand that you have a safe place to land. Right. So okay. they abandoned Wilmore to go to the neighborhoods that were being built for them from yes. the FHAs, not yes. Cotswolds. Right, right, uh, right, 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 right. All, all, mm -hmm. all of these new neighborhoods mm -hmm. that are outside of the city. The reason black people became uh, able to live in Wilmore and Barringer and Revolution Park is because the federal highway system came right through there. Nobody knew what living next to a highway was at the time. So now mm -hmm. you got 77 coming through Wilmore and Revolution. Mm -hmm. Now that's just like, that's no man's land. Yeah. Get out of the niggas. Yeah. We don't want this no more. Yeah. Now yeah. that they realize, oh, okay, it ain't that bad. Then they came back. Exactly. So if you notice, if you go through Charlotte, all of the houses that look like Dealworth, Wesley Heights, the same thing as Wilmore. Mm -hmm. Abandoned mm -hmm. because why mm -hmm. 77 came right through. What's what's the name of the area um off of um 
Westinghouse on a Wilkinson Camp Green. Bryant Park. Is, is that the name of that area? The, all the new uh, townhouses that are. I, okay, what so that, what, Columbus Circle or whatnot? Yeah, yeah. Uh, over there, over there by uh, Dairy Queen, off of Wilkinson. Dairy Queen's right there. Uh, Remount Road, Wilkinson. So, okay, let's say let's say we was taking Wilkinson down to uh, White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Camp Green. It, well, there's a street called Camp Green, so I didn't well, know if that was the name. Ashley Park. Ashley Park, Camp Green, kind of. Okay, so 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 you take Ashley Park, and before you get to Ashley Park, all of, all of that is pretty much Camp Green. Okay. That was Ashley, okay. Oh, she said Camp Green. Damn. Army, yeah, that was an old army base, army facility over there. Okay. And that was called Camp Green. Have so, you have you been over there? Absolutely. Because <laughs> I get my hair cut off of Remount. Okay. So I got to drive, dude, to go to the bank to get the money to come back. And every you time I drive, huh? Where you jacket at? Cuts to go. Yeah, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right over the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Every time I go through there, something looks, and I'm like. Yeah. This shit is crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so let me get fin- let me finish uh introducing him. So he's a uh a host uh for multiple um uh I don't know, multiple things. Uh really I saw him on stage one time with the different world cast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Asking questions. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. No, so he's he um he does the um the fan the fan fair? No, the, the um. You, you know what I'm saying? You you trying to be you trying to be modest right now? Um, I do what's necessary. I the fan and marketing. The fan when they have experience. an event fan experience. Ford fan experience. Well, Ford was a sponsor, but now Toyota is the sponsor of CIAA. Okay, yeah. so he's out there. Uh, let's see. He's also a father. So before we get into the topics. I want you to touch on that because this this is your first time being a father, correct? This is. Um, so, again, congrats on that. So, just touch on, 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 I guess, how it's changed your life. And I know for me speaking real quick before I let you continue, uh, well, you haven't even started. But um, for me, it changed in the way where I, after I have kids, I don't even know how I felt before I kids. I... Mm. Like, I can't remember before kids. I mean, I can remember having a good time, but this shit seems right. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it makes sense or not. But go ahead. Uh, so, how do you? I mean, being a, a father, it, was it scary in the beginning, or you know, just touch on how it is to be a, a father and a black father, and what you, as a black father, choose to do with your son to make sure he comes up in society as a. That essentially is why I thought it was important to have a biocar fresh. Mm. Now I'm paranoid. Like I always subconsciously knew the world was the way the world was. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. knew my place in it as a black man, but now I'm raising a black son in it. Right. Okay. And now I want to make sure he has the resources to be successful. Okay. And again, just that sense of paranoia is so heightened that. I'm doing everything I can to not only protect him physically, but protect him when I know I'm gone. Mm. So it's like everything I do now, it is for him and his upbringing, for him and his future. Long, and I, I think I got that from my grandfather. So my grandfather moved from uh, Kershaw County, South Carolina. He was in the military in World War II. And this was, a speaking of being disenfranchised, he was a lawn man 
so to speak, landscaping now, but back then they call it cut grass now. So, but he made a very lucrative living. But he realized that being his profession, he was intentionally, if you was a handmaid or, or, or if you worked in the house and or if you worked in, on lawn, they knew black people did those jobs specifically. You couldn't really qualify for Social Security. Mm. So my, my grandfather worked like literally 18 hours a day doing enough so he could buy him and my grandmother a home. Okay. And he knew his lifestyle was so just jacked up from working all the time. He said, instead of buying a home, I'm going to buy a duplex because I'm not going to be around here long. Okay. And when I die, Social Security won't be enough. Okay. What do I have that came later from when they reversed the whack-ass discriminatory law? Okay. But that was to be her income when he died. And that's exactly what happened. He died in 1989. My grandmother died in 2009, and that was all of her. That was her income. That's how she sustained a living. And he had that foresight to really do the things necessary to protect his family. And he thought about that long after he left his earth. And that's that just knowing that story, it was so important for me to provide that for my son. I got to do everything while I'm here yeah. for my son. Yeah. Now. So, yeah, it, again, that just made me paranoid. It just makes me paranoid. Okay, but as as, as well, you know, I think you're doing a good job. Uh, you know, I I hate when people say this. This is the comment I hate when when parents say this. Well, you know, we we all just trying. We 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 don't know. We don't know what we're doing or something along that line. I'm like, but you know, right from wrong though. Mm-hmm. You know, I I understand. We, everybody has different tactics and different ways to discipline and 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 I know because Courtney Kardashian is getting. Uh, getting heat, uh, all that heat. Now, I understand there's different ways, but at the end of the day, we all know right from wrong. Like that, that's just, hey, your son shouldn't be spitting on another kid's son. I mean, kid. No, that's right from. Wrong. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Two, two, oh. two. Yeah, it's cute kid, man. Cute kid. So how do you, wait? I don't want to deviate from the conversation. Yeah. But- Knowing right from wrong, though, okay, they're different approaches. So, what is is all subjective? Yeah, that so blatant spitting in a kid's face is wrong, but now stage two, how do you handle that? What do right. you suggest so, your child does? So, so, no, no, huh? That, that's my first thought when we get to thinking of right from wrong, right? And everything that we've been taught along the way coming up, okay. I remember when I was in school, I was always taught you don't hit somebody until they hit you first, right. Uh, that's all I right. remember. Right. Now, with me and my daughters, oh, no, I, I teach them, well, you might want to be the one to hit them first. Okay. You might want to go ahead and get straight to the point where. But that, so, no, so, so but, you're, but, you're, but you're, you're leaving something out, though, right? You're, no, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what you're leaving out. So, because for, for, if I'm if I'm just on, if if I'm just if I if I'm just listening, if you get hit fresh, you might get laid out. If, the fight is over. If, if I'm if I'm listening to what you're saying on the outside looking in, hit first, then she sounds like a bully, right? Think, but what you're I, I mean, what I you're saying? No, hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. So what you're saying is, exactly. which no, no, not really. What you're saying is is the situation. I get it. Mm-hmm. You might as well swing off first if somebody comes here. They're approaching you in the face of danger. You ain't got to be all okay, over so, my face. Right. Yeah, so in the point, I'm going to hug you. Okay. Right. You like this, you right. might. Then you know what's going on. Well, you might not. Somebody could just be really passionate. They say, you know, they sleep. 
That's different. Yeah, up. right. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, I'm with you. Get it first. Get it over with. Okay. Yeah. I'm but just saying somebody when you... else can view it as wrong. So, so I, when I when I get to thinking about it, we know right from wrong. We know our experience and what we've been taught. Okay. So I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not using that as an example though. I'm talking okay. about right from wrong. Meaning, give me another as a, as a, as a parent. I know it's right from wrong. I got to change the diapers when you take a shit. Like we know. How old is he? No, you gonna sit in that shit? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Joe. So what about this? So using that ideology, right. okay. How do you defend the police that shoots the unarmed? Ah, oh, we can't do that. I got yeah. I I can't. I, I, I can't. I, what, what what I say is, I can't defend it. But for for content purposes, ju- just to make an argument in the conversation. Oh please, oh, don't, I can, please I don't, I don't do that. Definitely taking a post in that. Please don't do that. Please don't take that. Yeah, don't don't do that one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, so so staying on topic. Um, no, 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 no. You good? No, you good? No, you good? You good? You good? I'm the one who took it with the kids. Yeah. Um, cultural vulture. You've heard that term. Absolutely. What What are your What are your thoughts on that? Okay, and for the post that most people, or if you didn't see it, I had a post of Adam Twenty Two. Excuse me, and uh, DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad is known for his YouTube videos, entering, pe- um, excuse me, interviewing people like Soldier Boy when he was telling the story and, bah, bah, and I said fuck <laughs> that that dude and then Adam Twenty Two, I he just came on my radar probably, I want to say maybe a couple of months ago, uh, because I see different people like Dame Dash and all these rappers, black people, and he's a white guy with a lot of tattoos, um, enter sit down interviewing with him. So my question is, are they culture vulturing? Mm-hmm. I'll let you start, Wilmo. No, they're just taking advantage of the climate. Damn. So again, Damn. all of this, and I keep going back to it, all of this is directly attributed to our lack of wealth in the black community. Adam 22 and Vlad they were able to be afforded some of the opportunities from just having example. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to just create a hypothetical scenario. Okay. You went to Johnson's, is that public knowledge? Can I say You had already got to. I guess that Johnson wins. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't sure. how much of your personal life. No, 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 no. Yeah, because so I'm, I'm about to blast a uh, homecoming. Yeah, go ahead. University. That's mm-hmm. a private HBCU. Mm-hmm. Let's say you went to college and got a federally funded school loan at the time of a loan for 6%. Okay. Now you've grad- graduated and you owe $75,000, $80,000 a semester. Damn. Now, on the other end of that, let's say you were going to school at the same time and instead of getting that federally funded uh that school uh, college loan. Okay. Your parents said, "Hey, hey, hey, we got this house right here that is worth one twenty. We're gonna pull some equity out and pay for your for your education. And when you graduate, you just pay us back. So now the difference in that is mm. federally funded mm. loans 
mm-hmm. or you can't refinance. Okay. He's speaking knowledge, people. Y'all got to so, listen to this. Let's say now you're just living. Oh, man, what the Fed cut the rate down to 2.5%. Now you can take that $75,000 loan that you got at 6% as you're taking the equity out of your home and refinance it for 2%. That is literally the difference of tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And not to mention, mom and daddy ain't going to be, you know, three months down to like Sally Mae. You two months out of school, eh, bro? Remember this money? Right. right? <laughs> two months. You the first $35,000 check that's being waved your way. Right. And you stuck at the bank. Okay. As opposed to people who have wealth, they can literally just go afford to take the internship. Mm. You know? Yeah. If you, I remember I was in, when I, I love rap music. And when I was in high school, I would read the back of every. Oh album. yeah, you, yeah, that's what like, we did. You see, that's what we did. Julie Kaiser. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred. Uh, yeah. Brownstein. Like, yeah. All of these names. I'm looking. Yeah. Y'all know these aren't black people. Right. But they can just <laughs> literally afford to yeah. take the internship. Yeah. Because you know it costs a lot to live in New York. It does. So, Bundles. You know, imagine all the talent being utilized at Bank of America. That's being actually wasted because they just couldn't afford to take the internship. So that's what Vlad is. That's what Adam Twenty. They had an opportunity to chase their dreams, and somebody way more talented, way more deeply embedded in the culture, just didn't have the opportunity yeah. because they couldn't yeah. afford it. That's yeah. what wealth does. Yeah. That's why I'm telling people, yo, please go buy your house. Yeah. It, it's over for us. Yeah. But your children can reap yeah. those benefits. Right. Your grandchildren can reap right. those benefits. Right. So everything is directly tied back, and I. No, housing is the cornerstone of wealth in America. Mm-hmm. Why oh, people yeah. don't save money? So, so, I hate when people, I'm sorry. I hate when people say, oh, you got on them Jordans. No. White people don't, don't have better spending habits. They don't have better saving habits. They uh, they were just allowed to manifest yes. inside the wealth construct the way it should be. Yes. They didn't have to deal with redlining. They didn't nope. have to deal with covenants. They didn't have to deal with municipalities, townships, and enclaves. All of these things that were constructed to keep us out of a system that builds wealth. Mm. So when it comes, so I know I went all the way around the corner to answer your question, but when it comes to culture vulture, you have to look at why. They are allowed to be a vulture because so many of us were shut out of the process to be the talent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, I, I get why they're there. I can't be mad at them. Vlad TV is where he is because he could afford to be there. But he, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and go. You're not gonna put me on the mic after he done said all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I'm gonna follow up. Okay. Well, uh, do I think these guys? <laughs> I'll follow. I'll, I'll, I'll answer after you. <laughs> oh, because my, my answer my answer is not going to be as good. Be, so you might. I, I'll follow up behind you. Pulse. So are they? Are they? Yeah. Please pause that. Pulse. Um. So are they culture vultures? Yes, I think so. Because piggybacking on what you you're saying, I, I get what you're saying, but like you said, someone allowed them to, right? So they're taking our culture, which me, you, or him, or us, another black person, to be in that spot. Um. And they got it because they're white and they're kind of down. They know, you know, you you can move around a room if you know the right black people, right? If you know the right black person, you can move around a, a room of black people so much easier. 
And I think what happened was Vlad. Was he really a DJ? See, I don't even. I, I don't. That was gonna be one of my. Okay, because so like I'm DJ not, academics, it he's not a DJ, yeah. so it's like. I remember Vlad from back in the day. Oh, so you remember he? So he was a DJ. Well, he, he made tapes. That doesn't make you a DJ. So he. Okay. He okay. Okay. So he was already part of the. And I can't get okay. So. I, so I can't get mad. I'm I'm not mad, but I think that even furthers my thought in reference to it. Go ahead, though. Okay, I'm not mad, but it's just like, oh, just own up to it. Yeah, I'm a culture vulture. I, this is not my culture. I'm here, and I'm and I'm taking advantage of. Uh, How long have Vlad been on the scene? Oh, for a minute. For for, like, for well, a minute. When was he doing the tapes? Uh, in the nineties. Well, so, tapes. So. Here. So nineties, yeah. yeah. No, he been in for so a minute. So can we call him a culture vulture? Is he a part of the shit? The nigga's been in the shit since the nineties. But Eric, sometimes he doesn't. Up, but in the same fashion, we we give uh, the any other body else who plays a role in that culture, we give them a pass with it. So mm-hmm. who who does the culture belong to first and foremost? Is it our culture? Yeah, we're we talking about just rap, hip hop, things of that nature. Yeah. So were the Beastie Boys culture vultures back then? When yeah. They jumped on the scene and ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what about what about other artists now? Okay, so here's the thing. So so here's the thing. And and, 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 and that, this was a, and this was a, and, and everybody this was, else who's not Mariah's black though. So she, here's she, a, here's she a, makes, a, does she can but she, she say nigga? But she's yeah, black. If you, if she's American, you're black. She but can she and she, and she and she represents black. Does she? Yeah. So she said nigga you're Paula, comfortable. If she said nigga you comfortable with it? Paula Patton. If she said nigga are you comfortable with it? Yeah. Paula Patton. What you mean? I don't know. I don't know. Dr- I'm, I'm not comfortable Drake with says, "Nigga, and you comfortable with that?" His daddy black. Well, Mariah. He's been saying that if she came out and said it now, it would be surprising. Paula Patton. If you mix black and American. Paula Patton is not biracial. <laughs> She's black. Okay. She says that herself. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, damn, this is a good segue. So, the okay. So, if. Okay, let me bring it back to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Does the culture belong to us? Yes, it does. Our music wasn't meant for nobody's ears except for black people. That's why when people said, why do they say nigga so much? Because it was for us. It didn't start off with the word nigga. This is my opinion. Back. Niggas were saying nigga niggas back was in the day. Niggas saying niggas, but it wasn't as prominent oh, not as we make it Oh, no, no, not as, not as much right. as like a nigga. If you said nigga back then, you was, oh, you was a real hardcore rapper. Yeah. It, 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 it didn't come out just with Well, you got to listen. You know, I understand, man. So... So in the in, there's a lot of rappers who didn't curse mm-hmm. back in the day. Eric being Rakim, right. I don't think the Dougie first curse. I'm not sure if he did or didn't. But there was also other rappers who said the N word. You know, because of Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor had the N word going, and mm-hmm. and all these other people had the N word going. So let's be let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it funky. Okay. The, the the music was really based for what? Where, where did uh rap start? Brooklyn or the Bronx? Bronx. The Bronx. Bronx. It was from the Bronx. It was for niggas in that in the projects. But when we look at the whole culture, we just can't say rap. That's the culture. That is that just what we're referring to? And we're referring to everything when we say that culture, because you had white boys dancing on the corner on the the, the cardboard and everything else back then. You have numerous of rap artists, but who they had rap to, artists, singers that we all appreciate and appropriate. But they had to sneak to do that. See, now they, they don't because they know that they can benefit at, from at it. At what point are we saying they snuck to do it? At what, at what age group or what what genre what year are we saying they I'm, I'm talking about it? like well break dancing that was what the 80s you think they snuck to do it a lot of white boys did I, I would have to say so I don't know if they snuck to do it or did they come just to black neighborhoods and sneak to do it everybody was doing it it's just what it was but you have to come to the 
So, so you're talking about I mean, like, even a, at that point. So, if the Beastie Boys was doing something, they can't break dance to their music. Well, see, here's the thing about Beastie Boys. It's kind of like Takashi. How the dude went into the grocery store. Takashi was at the supermarket, and he said, "Hey, you have a look." It's the same thing. They went. They knew these. Dude, they, well, they Jewish, right? The the Beastie Boys. I think they were Jewish. Something like that. So, 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 so you already knew. You already know Jewish. Oh. I, Shit, like, his daddy or something probably owned a damn company. I'm like, or, I, I, or guess was, my, uh, I guess my thought process is it's weird because Rick Rubin has a lot of musical credit. And he, right, he, he's yes. responsible for a lot. And I was going to so, bring him up. So, he's okay. responsible for a lot. So, 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 and so they we, have roots in punk rock, which is essentially kind of was also a cousin of hip hop doing right. that. So, so, so with Rick, Rick Rubin, right? Okay. So when you put in the, I think I saw a post uh, with Columbus Short. Shout out Columbus Short. He, somebody was saying something. He said, well, when you do this type of work, it's not given to you. You got to have at least 10,000 hours just, just for somebody to, to, to look at you. He said, how many, how many hours you got? I'm just saying, Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. when you got that, those many hours and those many hits, and we'll get, for me, I say, okay, so you, you earn that pass. You got to earn shit. And I, 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 and I, like I don't think it's earned no more. Huh? It's like the teacher that starts everybody with an F. You got to kind of earn your way out of the culture vulture stuff. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is... If, on when a, you, and then on the flip side, we don't appreciate we when we do it. We find something bad to say about any local radio show host and everything to anybody on that platform where Vlad and everybody is at. We can't knock us and then call them a culture vulture. Then where the fuck is the shit at at the end of the day? Is Eminem a culture vulture? Huh? Is Eminem a culture vulture? He would be if he sucked. Bullshit! You so Vlad is very good at what he no, does. No, he's not. No, he's why not. not. No, he's not. No. Why not? No. Give me all a reason all why all not. Because if if you if you know Vlad's history, there's a lot of that's why a lot of rappers don't fuck with him. A because lot of rappers don't fuck with people across the board in reference all, to doing interviews and everything. All rappers fuck with Eminem. Do they? Joe Budden doesn't. He's a rapper. I'm like you, you said everybody. He You're doesn't. Right. All right, ninety nine point nine percent. Well, he once did. He was. I'm like, at, at he was. Point, it, don't get me wrong. Right, at one point right. in time, he was popping. But if he sucked, he'd have been a culture vulture. That, that I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was joking about that. Oh. No, no. Let's, let's let's have a hard definition of what being a culture vulture is. What do you think it is? I'll let you start first. <laughs> okay, so I think a culture vulture. Is a vulture. What do vultures do? They they eat the they, dead. They, they they look. Damn, I'm gonna take advantage of this shit. So I think culture vulture. I'm gonna take advantage of the culture. Hip hop is has been the number one genre for how long? <laughs> for how long? Yeah, let's let's. Oh shit, the last white boy was what? Vanilla Ice. Shit. Hey, if you if you rock, they'll love it. And Vanilla Ice man probably went platinum off them shits and. He wasn't right. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're right or, or not, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? That, it's just, that's a culture vulture to me. So, I still want to dig into your, your response. Okay. So, again, say Vlad had, I, I remember Vlad at least going back to maybe 98. If he enjoys hip-hop mm-hmm. and has found a way to capitalize on it that is distasteful, that is completely for shock value, is he just? Is he a culture vulture or just an asshole? I don't think. I don't. I, I don't. Vulture? I don't think he does anything for. What? Some, just, some of the shit. It's like, damn, bro. He, like he's completely shot by. He, that's, he just want. He's sensationalist. So we know that, right? Yeah, so right. is that a culture vulture or just just a, 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 a good an interview? Asshole? 
even like good it is just pulling out the points that people want to hear. But, but that's what we look for these so interviews and everybody to, Right. That's, that's what well, we look for well, these interviews now, to do. Now we look for that. But we're, we're, I'm talking about before when before when he was interviewing people and it was like a great interview. And now he's he's known to be a shock value dude. Like, oh, we got him on here to talk this. All I'm saying is, I, I don't know. I, and maybe I'm hating. Maybe I'm hating. Maybe I'm a hater. I mean, I, I don't mind saying I'm hating, but I don't. I just think when it's a, I, I, I've never seen a black person enter a white person's world and just take over. Now that I can recall. That, that's a greater power construct. We all want to ascend to whiteness. That's the goal of everybody. Well, okay, so so Wilmo, and and then I'm, I'm gonna get back to the topics because every time I talk to you, we, I, I feel like I gotta say something. No, 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 that is good though. It's good. No, no, I like it. I like it. It's good. So. Um, with that being said, well, well, we were always taught, and I'm sure you being you, you're going to teach your son this, and you're going to teach your daughter this. Let's see, I was taught this way in, in, in 88, 85, 86. You always going to have to do twice or try twice as hard or, or, or be better. Just, uh, that's just black people. Or do, you, or do you think that's changed? Do you think that that has changed where we don't have to try twice as hard? Or these 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 white kids over here making B pluses and A's and your daddy's like, dog, you got to be making A pluses. Or or you think that's changed? Do, do, do you think we don't need to instill that in black kids anymore? Yeah, yeah I'll go so with you. I, I, I understand that narrative, but I don't want to subscribe to it anymore. Okay. I want my son... All right, so right now I live in McCrory Heights. I, uh, that is literally off Bates Ford Road, right? That's, matter of fact, the neighborhood was founded for the second African-American president of Johnson C. Smith. That was land that the school had, and they used that land to make housing for the professors, the black professionals who were denied housing elsewhere in the city. I paid, we bought our house at the top of our budget. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends think I'm crazy for that. Spending all that money to be on Bettysford Road. What? Well, it was a very specific reason. The history of that neighborhood is unlike anywhere else in America, maybe besides uh, Auburn Avenue in Atlanta. But everything that happened in Charlotte of significance in black in the black community happened from McCrory Heights. Mm. And I wanted to raise my son in a place where he will always know he was capable as he is. This is not the doing of black people. There's nothing wrong with us. These are systemic reasons that has that want to make us believe that we're inadequate. Mm-hmm. And we're not. So when you know when we walk the neighborhood and I point to that house right there belonged to Reginald Hoffman, one of the most prolific civil rights leaders not only in Charlotte but the world in America. It's right there. Matter of fact, the house we live in now, I share a backyard with a man whose name was Thomas Weiss. He died in the 80s, though. Let me tell you about Thomas Weiss. Thomas Weiss was an attorney. Uh, as an attorney, he he graduated from Howard as well. So, of course, you know, black people with money, always, just like they do now, they like to play golf. So he went to a revolution with his homeboys. His homeboys were Charlie Sifton and uh, Ray Beckham. Those are the first black men to earn their PGA Tour cards. 
So they went to Revolution Golf Course right off West Boulevard and demanded to play and go to the club room. They were denied. Him being a lawyer, he said, oh, okay, cool. He built the case in 1951 to integrate Revolution Golf Course. Mm. And they worked and fought and fought all them white people. It took them to 1957 Damn. At, to actually integrate it after he brought the case in uh, 1951. But anyway... He was the first lawyer ever hired by the NAACP. And one of his homeboys came to his house like, yo, you did what? You won this case about integration? How do you do that? And of course, he went to Howard. His homeboy went to Howard, too. And so he picked his brain about how that case was solved, all the intricate details of how he brought this case up against the city, such a powerful entity. And the, 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 the way he did it and the way he structured it, he wanted to know so bad he wanted to build his own case kind of similar. Well, his homeboy ended up being Thurgood Marshall. Mm. And that is, the, that is the foundation of Brown versus Board of Education. Mm. So the reason your kids are able to go to a white school right now basically started out of McCrory Heights. Mm. So when I get to say, nah. Wow. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Martin Luther King is great. They're over there. Malcolm X is way in New York. But this dude right here, you can see his house. Just look out right. your window. He did this. Now you have no excuse. As he was. So you are capable of accomplishing and achieving anything from where you are. I wanted all that rich history. And it's a million of those stories in my neighborhood. I wanted that same history and heritage that he can learn and grow from. And not only that, have access to. He can literally see it. Because some of those people, the widow, the moralist, his wife is still living right now. So... So, so you don't you don't think that... No, that's good. No, so you don't think that? Oh yeah. So no, no, no. I want him to be confident of who he is, what he has to contribute, and not feel that he has to keep up with white people because he's good enough. Not okay. Not keep up with white people. Just be better. Just to be average. No, no, no. He he's phenomenal as he is. He's not in a race with these people. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, he's in the lane to create his own. He's in the land to do phenomenal things without having to always check his rearview mirror. So I'm in a race running for me. So he's I'm he's, not in a race he's, running for the competition. He's, he's outside washing his car and he got a do rag on. That's you. What or you he, no, I'm just saying he goes he goes out with a do rag on, gold teeth. That's him. Like that's because you know with those stereotypes, there comes certain consequences yeah, behind those. That's what I'm saying. He's not in that race. <laughs> He's not in that race. If he wants to engage in things that some you know, people, you you know because you lived it. Because we're older, we're wiser, so you know what comes with wearing your pants low, uh, 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 having cornrows. I know I sound crazy, but being black, you understand what this shit is. Uh, uh, having a grill, wearing a do rag out, having your hat backwards. So should he have to deal with those those preconceived notions or should society? Because you know it's not wrong. No, I know it's not wrong. I so know it's should, not wrong. Should we have to have that paranoia perception and live with that and be walk out with every step of the way thinking about what the world believes that we are? First of all, I don't care what you have on. You can't erase that blackness. Because that's really the foundation <laughs> of it. You always go have that black ass on you. So, so, right, I understand. But it seems like okay so if so if i see you two guys right i see you two guys 
and Wilmo, you have a do rag on and your gold teeth. You have on a three piece suit. Both niggas, right? Yes. One looks approachable, one doesn't. That nigga got the degree. No, 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 nobody, no, 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 hold on. But nobody knows that though. Nobody knows that. I'm, I'm talking about perception, right? Right. So I'm going off perception, right? So the perception is your approach where you weren't. I fear you. I don't fear you because you have a suit on. White people, I can relate to a suit nigga. This nigga here, I can't relate to that shit because the shit I hold on the shit I see on TV and the rap music with the guns and shit. That's what I see. So all I'm saying is, is with your son being a black boy and you see him doing some stuff and I know you want him to be him. There's no race. Whoever, you know, but you're like, okay, son, I understand that you want to express yourself this way. I just want you to understand what comes because you know, stuff comes with that. Right. So I, you know, I had, I had a, uh, I had a homeboy, um, his son, this was with the, with, when the whole fad with the hair, um, you do the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the sponge, the sponge, the sponge thing. Right. And his son was chilling, you know, and everybody has that little sponge haircut or whatever you call it. And something happened. These two boys ran by. Him. I think there was a movie. Spike Lee had a movie about it. Somebody was running after him. They hemmed him up because they thought it was him. The kids who ran because of the hair. Oh, I, I no, I understand. no, 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 no. If I had a Caesar, you think, Mario? I'm telling you. You think that's the that's the calculation that went to the, the decision? I'm to stop. I'm well, listen, listen. I'm 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 telling you when. No I see for me. So for me, I want my son to. Black. I want my son to be all the way black, but be over here. Because okay, okay, and I and I know you're gonna be mad at me for this. Okay, I know you're gonna be mad at me. And turn the camera this way. I know you're gonna be mad. So there's two type of black people. Niggas and black people. So you agree with me? Again, still subjective. So there's no definite line uh defining either one. So would you rather well, would you way. rather live next to niggas or would you rather live rather live next to black people? That's what I'm saying. There's no line that perfectly defines what is one. So from what we know of niggas. No. <laughs> Maurice, I've seen you chug Hennessy with the best stuff. Oh, yeah. You know that. That could put you in yeah. a category. And that could. Alone. And it could. And so it could. Now, yes. Yes, you're right. About you're right. You, you're right. You're like, well, I'm not a nigga. Then let somebody show you that video. Look at you got that. You doing nigga, nigga well, shit. Well, well, well. That's but, what I'm saying. But bring so it back. Bring it back. That's a scary. That's a scary kind of conversation. So, but when I'm, you might be included. And, and you know what? And you know what? And that's a funny story that you said that because I was around all, excuse me, I was around black people, and somebody was giving me a vibe, like you know, because you know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a social person. And he was giving me a vibe, like eh. I was like, oh, this he he probably think I'm a nigga, but I I didn't have those nigga quote air quote, you know, right. Just, right, yeah, but nothing to do with that. It doesn't have nothing to do with that. It, 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 I might be smarter than this nigga, or or he. You know what I mean? All, Barack Obama's a nigga. Oh, oh, all right. All niggas. The, but you know what's funny? You know the funny thing about you know the funny thing about that. And I'm gonna get off this because we we man we we pro black in this bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the funny thing about that is Barack Obama. He was a nigga at first, and then he became biracial. He 
to the white people. No, look, look, listen, listen. I said he's biracial. He's the first biracial. No, sweetheart. He's the first black president. He is the first black president. I, I, I want y'all to understand that. Like you said, in America, yes, you have a little bit black and you you black. Mm-hmm. But people up north, they don't see that that way. Oh, I'm biracial. So I'm gonna hit this. I'm gonna hit this, and then we can continue. So, um, Wilmo. So, can brown people, and when I say brown, Hispanics, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, all that, can they say nigga? My theory is, if you are from a lineage of people who were enslaved on the Western Hemisphere, like. You know, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. if you're just from Africa. If you are a derivative of some kind of black, you can say nigga. And you hit the key word black, right? Absolutely. But you have to recognize your blackness though, right? Because I've gone to plenty of girls and said, oh, you black? I mean, I mean, said, not, no, not, not like that. Not like that. But, you know, the conversation, oh, yeah, shit, you black and now nah, I'm Dominican. So if, if, if you're separate... They separ- won't be the first ones I brought up because it's a lot of them that have a problem if, with owning uh, them. Well, see, well, see that, and that's my thing. If you don't want to own the blackness, you shouldn't be able to say the nigga word. Oh, well, no, we minorities. Nah, and fuck that. Fuck America, that. Fuck that's, that. That's what society say. We'll take care of that for you. No, no. They are niggas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. No matter what they think. Oh, man. Uh, uh, man, we, we was in the hood together. And, and he grew up like me. All black people didn't grow up in the hood, though, dog. Like, relax. Leave that up to America. They made the decision. Yeah, they made it, and, that, and that's all I'm. But that's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, like I'm literally, like I literally get upset when I hear, I see Hispanics over there in the cut. Nah, nigga, they saying nigga more than I said to each other. And I'm like, but y'all don't say y'all are black. Y'all make sure a nigga know that you're not black. Hey, uh, what's up? Uh, uh, I know you got black, a black mama or something. No, nah, both my parents are Dominican. So why are you? Why are you? Is that culture vulturing? I was gonna ask. I, I'm not afraid to say it because I t- get me Fat Joe. Okay, so Fat Joe said it in the interview in mm-hmm. uh, probably last week, and he said, he said he said he uh, said he was on breakfast. Yes, and he said I'm Puerto Rican and black. Okay, I'm with it. You got it now. Okay, you got it. That's my first say time say that's the first black. that's the first time I ever heard the black shit come out. Yeah, it was always just. But listen, but listen, but like he said though. They all come from that African. They they, they but, so, it, so, but I've never heard him claim it. And that's my whole thing. So now that he claims it, you've always been a Puerto Rican. Rapper. You've always been a Puerto Rican. When, when Big Pun, when you and Big Pun was out. About you I, being I, black. I will. I will. Let me defend him on this. Okay. Because that's his nationality. So had he been because he's from somewhere else, which is Puerto Rico. So okay. Him. Claiming the nationality is if we were to go to Puerto Rico, like nah, we African American black. Like it's a distinction that you want made to be made because you're proud of that nationality. Okay, okay. Like when I again, you know, I, I okay. travel. Okay, okay. When we went to Brixton, which is the pretty much the Harlem of London. We made a fact to let people know, nah, nah, we're, we're black, but we're American. Okay. And you do it almost accidentally because you want people to, you know. No, no, no. There's a difference. Uh, this, the reason I sound like this, or the reason I'm talking to you, because I'm okay. Okay, I get that. I get that. I get that. I can, I can, I can I, roll with that. I, I can I, take that. But yeah, a, right, for, right. for his whole career, I've just right, never heard right, the black side. Right, 
Yeah, no, no. I, 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 and I totally understand that. But again, the American part in America is the given. The Puerto Rican is the way you have to explain. Mm-hmm. Why do you speak Spanish? Or why do you look like that? Well, that that's the Puerto Rican in me. If he was just black, it was like, okay, that's what black, that's what America is. We're black people, we're white people. If you're something other than those two that have been here since, since 16, 19, you have to kind of provide some kind of explanation or give some reason to what that is. So are you, are you, are you African or are you African-American? Or are you, are, or, or are you American? Those three. I'm all of them, right? Okay. I'm African, oh, no, I'm asking, I'm yeah. African-American by default. And okay. I'm uh, American, I'm, you know. So do you, so would you rather someone call you black or call you African-American? That doesn't make a damn bit of difference. It don't make a difference. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Call me my name. That's I, it. Like, I mean, but but they're describing you. Hey, uh, uh, John Doe over there, the African American or the black guy? Him. Like it don't matter. <laughs> like, yo, like, when I honestly say, I'm like, I've never put that much thought into it. Don't call okay. me out of my name. Yeah. Don't yeah, be yeah. disrespectful about it. But I'm like, you said the nigga with the red shirt on over there for all I care. I'm the like, nigga with the red shirt. Well, yeah, who's saying it? What we talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, yo. And that's kind of the full circle of this, this conversation. What the world assesses has nothing to do with me. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. Whether you call me a nigga, whether you see my do-rag, whether you... Right. All of that has nothing to me. I'm okay. living and doing whatever I feel needs to be done to progress in life. You're like, like co- the old racist, the, uh, the name conversation that black people love to have. Don't put Duquan on the resume. Right. It ain't the damn name that's the problem. It's the racism. It's like yes. we all go get a, yeah, it's the racism. We're victim blaming. Why you got that stupid ass name? They ain't gonna never hire you. But shit, what you think they gonna do when you get in the interview? Like, <laughs> they gonna see him. They, they gonna see, see Sean as they come on regardless. Like, but yeah, you, sh- they're gonna see it, but you have to get there first, right? You got to get to the interview so first, you're just right? Prolonging your suffering again. It's not the name; it's the racism. So, so what? What? I'm not gonna say your son's name, but what made you go that route? Because that's not. That's definitely not a. Um, it's a name we like, right? And that's all it should be based. So, on. so it wasn't mm, that. That's a good name that he can he can he can maneuver in life with. That no. was that was we never a say, thought. What, what you say? We didn't say this is this is going to get the interview. No, shit. I, I said that plenty of times. Like, oh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> do you put your full name on the resume when you go for a job? Um, first, like middle. First I haven't done a re- yeah. uh, first, middle, initial, and last yeah. name. He definitely ain't getting no goddamn job. My son's middle name is Garvey. For Marcus Garvey. Blake G. And I'm, I'm damn, I said. Yeah, yeah. But his middle name is Garvey. But if you, but listen, Marcus no, no, no. Garvey. But but the middle initial, you don't put the middle name, but the middle initial. So you have the first and the last name. Those two yeah, by itself. Would you want to work for a company that is that focused on. Fam, fam, a lot of people work, a lot of people work for companies that have nothing. But and the, and the question, would you want to? No, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want for a, I said, talking about? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to work for a company anyway. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't want to, but, but you got to do what you got to do, right? But again, how far, uh, how how are you supposed to excel in the company that hired you, hired you because you were willing to compromise a name you like? It's kind of it's kind of like this. It's kind of like this. Uh, living single. Remember that show? Yes. And Kyle, smart guy, mm-hmm. had the little low twist. New dread. So police yeah. deep guilty, right? <laughs> <laughs> so remember when they were 
negotiating like hey Kyle man you got the you got this uh promotion uh you can do this ad or I think he was in marketing right I, I want to say he was in he some stock broker they want him to okay you remember that in order and to he, get the campaign and, yes mm-hmm. and he had values at first he was thinking about it like man he was like nah fuck that this is me I, that shouldn't have nothing to do right. you you know my qualifications I've been here that's the only difference I say when someone's already there. Like, for example, you get your job, low Caesar. You're like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to grow dreads. They already know you. Not saying dreads are bad. Now, I'm not saying dreadlocks are bad. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying the perception, right? The perception of uh, beards. You know, back in the day when we were growing up, beards. Now, nah, nigga, you need to have that shit clean shaved. Now, beards are the end thing. It's cool because white people made it cool, right? So... All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that you go into the interview, clean shaved. You work there for a year. You're like, you know what? I'm going to let this shit grow. They already know your quality of work. So you're not questioning or tattoos. You go in there. You've been working there for five years. Now you want to get a tattoo on your neck. Yeah. People want to look at you like, wow, this dude's wrong. But at the end of the day, they know your work. That's all I'm saying. Compared to I go into the interview <laughs> with a big ass tattoo on my neck. That's all I'm saying. I think it's funny though, because one of the highest paid people at my job, he got like he got the he got sleep right, right. But he's had them forever. But it, it didn't but, stop him from getting hired. But here's the thing though: when he got there, or when he first went there, he best believe he was wearing long sleeves, because I he he knows back in the see the thing is the times are changing. The people who said you can't work with tattoos are right. dying off slowly. Not to be mean about it. Not trying to be mean about it. They're dying off slowly. So the people who have the tattoos are becoming these people who are in the higher positions. Doctors. I, I went to uh, my son's dentist. My man, uh, the lady had a little tattoo on her wrist. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's big, but back in the day, us growing up, I don't know. We ain't going there. They got a tattoo. He, she's a whore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That, that was kind of extreme. <laughs> I'm shit. Telling. Come on now. Y'all start acting like your folks. So how, how long do you want to hold on to that hair? Which part? I'm sorry. All of it. Like, again, because you believe in the notion of those clean names or no do-rags. Or if you just had that awakening with things externally, what will it take for you to buy in internally? I, I, I know my experience. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Hey, everybody, jump back on the live. It's, you know, after an hour, it, it goes off. So just jump back. Jump back on. Um, uh, Come back on. Jump back on. Um... The, the reason why I say that is because I know my experiences, right? Um, and they knew theirs. Huh? And they knew theirs, which was 30 years before yours, which are... Which and, it, and, it seem, before and it seems like... And it seems like children. and it seems like we're talking about the same shit, right? So, 30 years before me and my dad, mom and dad was doing this shit. Hey, they instilled stuff in me. In me. I'm like, damn, this shit should change by the time I get that. Nah, I be. Niggas are still getting beat up and shot by the... They were getting beat up back in the day. Now they're getting shot and dying over it. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold on to it as long as uh, until I number one I want my son or my children to come home safe. Absolutely right. So whatever whatever I have to do, and I, I don't want you to be scared of the police. I want you to understand when these jokers come around, things to do and not to do because this new generation parents aren't doing that. 
They're not saying, hey, when the cop come to the window, yes, sir, no, sir, hands up here. No, tell them, you know your rights. Well, I know my, all I'm, and all I'm saying is, fuck all that. I just want you to come home, baby. I understand you know your rights and I, 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 I'm with it. I'm with the knowing your rights. Get his badge number, go to court or, or, or do something like that. But I'm just saying for you to come home safe. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So from all of the, the notable killings of black people by police, which one in your eyes is more fits that description that you of, I guess, troublesome nigga look with the, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Um, the the dude uh who was in Dallas shooting everybody, and then before he gets shot, he talking about uh, this is for Black Lives. That shit. The one who was picking off the cops. Yeah. Well, again. So I'm, I'm, well, I'm he was shooting that cop. But I'm I guess just you took the furthest one out, didn't you? You, 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 you asked me a question. You, you, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. When you, you asked me, was going for the win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to Even if you go back to that pool party in Texas. Mm-hmm. But the cop just sling a little girl's baby. That's crazy. That's crazy. Even if you look at Walter Scott, an old man with a bad hip running. If you look at Eric Garner, if you like all, all yes. of these people, no, I agree with you. Are literally as clean cut as you can possibly be. Yet they're still as dead. Okay. Okay. No. 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 Okay. So let me let me let me let me interject in on that. Because when you say when you say clean cut, what well, you know, so, well, they don't have the they don't look threatening enough to say yeah. He should kill that. Okay, and I'm with you on that. No, I, I, I'm 100 with you. Trayvon Martin. Oh, like, listen, listen. I, I, I am with you on that. But what I'm saying is, there was at least a two percent reason to stop you and talk to you. That's all I'm saying. There was a two percent reason. Two percent is your blackness. Again, when you're black, the the surface level stuff. You you're giving way so, too much credit to a do rag when you're black. No, no, okay, not do rag. So, 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 let, so, let, so, let's say, so let's say, let's say Eric Garner. Bro, this is racism. Let's say Eric. Let's say Eric Garner. Um, hold on, real quick. Shout out to my people in the, in the uh, live. What's up, Melissa? Appreciate you for joining the show. Uh, so when you say Eric Garner, he was out there selling Lucy's, right? Nothing illegal. That's what he was accused of. Uh, accused of, right? It's a reason. In their eyes. Fuck everybody else's eyes. Their eyes. That that's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about the police's eyes. Oh, this nigga. Listen, for example, that's for rooted in for, racism. No, the, I'm no, I agree. No, I, 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 like I, I agree. And that's gonna be your son. I agree with you, but what I'm saying is I remember getting pulled over by the cops and I had my do-rag on because we about to go out. Me knowing me automatically took it off. And I'm in the passenger seat because I know how these racist cops are. That's all I'm saying. You don't want to change yourself. I get it. But I don't want to put myself in, in a situation where I could have been like, why give the motherfuckers a reason? I don't want to give y'all no, a reason. I, I understand you completely, but I'm saying. I think we might be saying the same thing, but yeah, it's, it's, are, it's. We all, but I think you're giving way more credit. Oh, you're giving way more statues to the surface level thing like do rags, gold teeth. Because I, I, I've, I've, I've been, I've been in the, I've been in those situations. I, we all have. Chain, I tuck my chain, get pulled, pulled. Oh, I don't want to give you no reason. I don't want to give you no reason to Your think. Blackness is the reason. This is again, this is a racism. Okay, problem. so so let me. Okay, so I'll put it to you like this. If it was a, no, if I, I, Malibu's most 
water in that I'll give you this. I'll give you this. The racism part. You black. I'm approach. I'm. I'm gonna use caution. Right. Damn. I see you do rag. Oh shit. My hands on the gun. That's what? how. I'm, what? No. Let no. Listen. Hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. This is how I think about it. Hypothetically speaking, not saying this is real. I'm just saying you you said the blackness part. The blackness is caution. I'm, I'm using caution, right? I see the grill. Oh shit! This might be a one, one of them other uh, uh, selling crack niggas. All I'm saying is, and I used to have a grill too. I ain't sell one ounce of crack. I'm just saying. I used to wear. Do I used to have corn? I used to have all that. But you always been a nigga. So it don't I don't. I don't. I never. Been, I, 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 again, I'm talking about it in the eyes. Of oh, the eye of the, yes, yes, always yes. and will always be a nigga. Mm-hmm, again, that's mm-hmm. why I brought up Walter. Walter Scott was a 50-something-year-old man with a bad hip trying to get out of a, a child support ticket. Shot him in his back. Yeah. And again, it's not because you're the threat. It's about you're worthless. Right. You yeah. have nothing. You are nothing. So again, it's not the dude. So okay. And, and even going back to your first analogy about approach, who the fuck wants to live their entire life in a three-piece suit? Like who wants to live on that kind of caution? Who has to live? Who wants to live on just being that type? Yeah. Nobody. You should be able to exist just like everybody else does without having it. You know how people use the word conscious? You woke. You right. Woke. Right. Right. That's because the opposite of that is not having to think. Right. Just getting to walk around without having to live with the pressures of being conscious all the time. You can just walk around in subconscious like la la la. You ever seen a white woman in a bar? They free as fuck. They don't do anything. I've seen a white woman at work with light blue hair. They can do anything. But let a sister have the light. Listen, let a sister have the light blue hair. It's uh, what's the comedian name from uh Saturday Night? Michael Che. He got a joke that says, "White women in a bar, they're so free. They literally just steal your hat." Like that's that like fuck. They show them. Like you go to a bar. (laughs) A white, you know, white woman's interested in you. She'll just She'll take your hat and, and, and wear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even conceive it. Like, you can't just fucking walk with nobody and take their hat. But that's how free they are. Everything for us is a decision. And you ever walk in a store in a strip mall that you bought something before, and you walk in the next store, and you immediately think, hey, you, you want to take my bag from here? Because I, I need to shop here. I, I'll give you my bag so you won't think I'm stealing. That's all the shit we have to deal with. Other but I've, I've, yes, and I've done, I, I've, I've. I don't want to have to have that. I don't, I don't, I, I you don't, you, you know, the funny thing about it is, it's, it's so in me now that it, I don't even, it's not even, it's, it's a second. Saying, Maurice, they are de- depriving you of your humanity, and you shouldn't accept that shit. Man. They constantly have, have to have an excuse for everything. Not, right? no, not, 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 you know, not, not, not necessarily, not necessarily an excuse, but like, for me, it's common sense, maybe. So if if uh, so, 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 so no 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 that that and that and that to avoid a situation before it happens. I'm not saying it's depriving because I don't live that life. But, so I'm not depriving myself of anything. You have to think about it. Like or I've done it so long that it's not even a thought for you. Yeah, I've done it so long that it's not even a thought. I, I've seen it to the point where I've, I've walked into the store with people, and we might walk out the store. We don't see nothing that we like. It can be something as small as a convenience store. Or a, a clothing store. I know where you're going with this. And the first you. thing you say when you walk out is, yo, listen, I ain't see what I wanted. Y'all, I ain't take nothing type shit. Or no. I've even bought shit I ain't want that's cheap just so I can get them. Just yeah. so you don't think that I'm in here just yo, stiff. Right. Especially when you go to the beauty supply store, any one off of Betty's Four Road. When you walk in there and they, they hit you with the, hello, you walk around. I went to, um, the other day, go find a brush. I couldn't find the brush that I wanted. 
when I'm walking out, it's almost like he gave the up and down look. Well, I'm not going to tell you that I didn't steal anything. I'm not going to tell you that I didn't take anything. Now, if we want to get outside and you want to get to question me about it, then that's a different type of conversation. But I'm not just going to volunteer that out. Right. I think it looks more guilty than not. The point is, nobody else has to have this conversation. And mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah, the you're way right. we're no, you're right. so unique, uniquely advanced to have different aspects and avenues of shit for literally just walking in a place and not, have, not buying something. I, that again, we're being deprived of our humanity, and I just don't want to. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I, I think you. Humanity. I think the the words "deprived of your humanity" that that's no, deep. Like that. That's that. I, I, you I can't. Have, you you literally have to prove your worthiness. You didn't. Well, you're here. What are you here for? So you so for, to, so so the example I was going to get was me and my wife went in a grocery store. She has her bag on that bag part of the the cart, and it's open. So we have groceries. There, here, here. And I said, babe, close your bag because I don't want nobody thinking that you done snuck something in the bag. That's the, that, 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 honestly, that's just for me. I, and, and, I, and again, I guess maybe because it's happened so many times, for me, that's just common sense. So I don't, because I don't want, I hate being, I hate, I hate being approached. It's happened so many times. Have you literally been stopped in a grocery store because somebody thought you were stealing? Convenience not, not store, a, not a, station, not a grocery thing. store, but a store. But should yeah. it have to? Yeah. Question. Is that right in your eyes? Should you have to live like that as a person? No. Exactly. No. You, you, but you, you are. But but again, it's we're, unique to you and your wife being black. We're saying the you same. We're right, saying baby. we're saying the same thing. I think. But you, you, I don't, you I make, don't think y'all are saying the same. No, thing. I think we are. I think you're saying it as a, an, a as an issue to avoid a situation before it happens. As a common sense type thought. Right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and verbalize this, get it out there. That way I'm well, see, not perceived as a threat. In layman's terms, he's saying, for what? Fuck it. Why do I have to go through all this not to be perceived as a threat? And I'm not saying be like, I'm not saying do something to get yourself killed. I understand the way the world is. I'm saying that shit ain't right. Maurice, you got to call it out. You got to, even if you feel that way, even if you go in a store and you have, you feel like it's important to tell your wife that, you should have the disclaimer. Do this because they're fucked up, not because of us. Right. Oh yeah, but see, I, and, and and again, and you might be right about that because there's some people who don't who don't think like me. Because I'm thinking it's common sense. Like, yo, it shouldn't be common sense. Though. Don't even give it that credit. That's not common sense. That's goddamn systemic racism. Yes. That's that's, that, that's, that's what it is. Sense. But I I think for 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 us growing up, the '80s babies. That's yeah, common. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she she's wild. But I think that's you know what I mean. I, I don't want to say common sense, but I think, like I said, it's not. It's from goddamn 1865. But I don't think you people are getting up on vagrancy charges. But you, but you, but you wouldn't. You, you're not. You wouldn't. You're this not going to instill. But you're not going to instill what we were. What we were uh, instilled with, with with your son, you right? These conversations are new. No, I know, but you're you're saying you wouldn't have these conversations about being a black person in America? No, you have to have. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I think we're saying the same the thing, but I you're saying My fuck it, but I get it, and I'm saying, well, fuck it. Let's not even get that far. I think we're saying the same thing, but I think I think y'all are going to y'all, y'all are going to the same destination. Y'all just going we're just we're going different routes, right? <laughs> because you're, you're, everything matters in your thought process: the braids, the grills, the tattoos. The way you wear your clothes. I think I think there's shirt. I think there's places. I and think he's there's saying everything past that 
I'm still going to be subjected to the bullshit because I'm black. Yeah. Whether I, if I was in the suit or not, I got right? Everything. And 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 me personally, I've seen I've seen it not happen. I've oh, seen wait, in my in my town home over there um, uh, in Ersley when we were living there. When I used to wear like uh, a tie and a little jacket, walking the dog. Hey, how you talking about out the? Hey, 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 hey! I walk out there with my basketball shorts and white tee. And nobody say nothing. But it's the same. It's, white it's funny, huh? It's the same white people though. It's the same white. So people. then, that's what I'm saying. They're subjecting you to what they want you to be within that construct of the system. So they say, "Hey, get in check, nigga. If you want to <laughs> you, go there and get in check." And I'm saying, "Fuck that." No, you shouldn't have to be that uncomfortable to go walk that damn dog. No, yeah, de- definitely. So, definitely, so definitely. why do you subscribe to it? That's what I'm I don't. Su- I don't. I don't subscribe to it. It's just I see it, and it makes me laugh. As far as that point, but I'm saying as far as the other points, as far as hey, let's go to the mall. All right, wear your do rag in the car. Let your waves get popping. There's no reason to step out and, and and walk around the mall with your with your wave cap on. If that shit matches my outfit, if he wants to, if he wants to, shit matches my outfit. No. Or if he just wants to. So guess what? And if he if he if he wants to, make that person realize and understand what comes with that want to. That's all I'm saying. Better waves. Everything else that may come alongside behind it is like, yo. Not to say I don't give a shit about it, but it's right. like, yo. All that other shit come from being black. Yeah. I I mean, okay. I like it. Um, so Wilmo, real quick, uh, real quick. That's down one thirteen. Um, about to get up out of here. Um, let's see. Let me, let me get to something because I didn't realize those these weren't even topics. Man, you got like five pages. Over <laughs> well, yeah, because you know I like to be you know I like to be prepared, and what we talked about what's had nothing. To, we go talk shit about just flag. just throw a number out there. What's what's number seven? So I wanna I wanna I wanna go through these three things and I want quick takes though. Quick takes. Wait, which is define a quick take. First thought that comes to mind. Like I mean what and, and then give it and, and then no 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 first thought and then give it some substance and then we'll move on. Okay. Bill Cosby. Is his legacy destroyed? Uh I mean, you know, is he's a man. It's the duality of men. Some all of us got some creepiness. Which which your thought though? Is is his legacy to you? Well, I again, it's, you separate the art from the artist, right? Well, oh shit! So then we come to R. Kelly. Mm. Uh, same thing. You separate the art from. I don't know these niggas. I don't, I don't know none of these people. Personally. So okay, okay, okay. Because all right. Seven the name of love is a, 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 <laughs> so. So you're still. You can separate the artist from his personal. Uh, what well, and again, like if I listen to a song, is that really support? Like, I don't, if a song is on and I hear and I dance, and you're the only one in the car. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what, is, what does that mean, though? Know? Like, what is I don't know. That? I I think I I don't know. I don't know. What? Is, like, how do you not support? If you were a DJ and you were DJing, would you play one of his songs? No, because okay. I understand. You understand the, the, the okay, okay. But if a DJ play R. Kelly, I'm gonna throw a tomato. Are you gonna throw a tomato at the nigga? Yeah. What What are your thoughts? Do I think Bill Cosby no, legacy is destroyed? Not to you myself. personally. No, yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Dad. That's still still is. Still, still is. Quaaludes um, and, and drinks. Yeah, and, I mean, come know. on, dog. Yo, niggas done worse. Like, come on. <laughs> Way worse. And then and then we talking about chicks 
30, 40 years ago. There's no evidence. That's why. That's what's right. like throwing me off about yeah, it. I don't, I don't okay. Okay. In my opinion. Oh, what's I your? I will say this. Bill Cosby is a, a completely different nigga from Cliff Huxley. So of course, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. I don't know I'm with you on that. Details of what Bill Cosby did. I'm with you on that. Cliff Huxley ain't do shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we we talk, give evidence, and you know, but. Let's, these are quick I takes. These are quick, these are quick takes. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jay Z and the NFL? Positive or negative? Same thing. I don't know enough, and I don't think everybody. So from what you from from what you <clears throat> from what you know though, from what you that's the thing. You don't know No, it's nobody outside you. of Jay Z and Roger Goodell has enough information. Okay, so 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 gun to your head, Wilmo. What are your thoughts? I'm getting shot because I don't know. Damn. What's going on. <laughs> what I'm about to say. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna support them until I know different. Everything I'm, I'm else he's it. done I, thus far, I, 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 I right, right, he has right, a great track right. record. He has a great track record. Right, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't bash him. Right, because I don't know enough. I don't know enough. So I, I need to. His track record thus far seems been awesome. Right, so I can't. Okay, so with Takashi six nine snitching, quick question: Is snitching snitching? If you tell on some per on the person who is snitching on you, uh, is this my quick take? So he whatever like, you want. I mean, well, to answer your question, yeah, but mm. at the same time, snitching isn't snitching. Well, he's snitching because he signed up for all of the that. first first he person. Is, right. He is an example yes. of a person who literally sold their soul to the devil. Yes, he won. He invited all this shit in for yes. the price of. Bang, yes. Yes. So, do I feel sorry for him? No. no. Negative. Do I realize he's, you know, at the same time, do I fault him for snitching on people that kidnapped him and did it to his baby mama and tried to kill his family? No. I guess that's my first yeah. thought. We we, we yeah, have I'm friends yeah, at I'm this different. point. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm trying yeah. to come home. Okay. Not <laughs> like I don't want them niggas to come find me. Okay. You know, so give it one or the other. Like okay. we not friends at this time. Like snitching, yo, snitching is wrong. But at snitching, the same time, ain't no remorse. I think at, I, at this point, I don't even know that I can call the first half of that snitching. That that boy just trying to. Say, he and he's a boy. Like he's a little kid at this point. Nigga ain't even really lived lived yet. How, well, how old mean, is the boy? Twenty three. Were you growing in twenty three? Depends. That nigga's if been I, doing what I people's been telling him to do for the duration of his life. Well. He's not grown. That gummo video is what kind of put him over the top with the bloods, and then that's when, because you know, I've been I've been kind of watching it, and it's just it's kind of um, it's kind of sad, man, because he didn't know what he was. I honestly, think he doesn't know what he was getting himself into. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it went it went over his head. He was like, because this nigga is like really like five four, and you're really like. Y'all remember the shit that he was talking to people like, nah, nigga, and I'm like, bro, like, I hope you always are with somebody, one of these bloods, because that shit is different. At the same time, though, if I'm not mistaken, you you, you say you've been keeping up with it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So yep. he tried to put a hit on Chief Keith. Yes. First, like he did. He told somebody to do his work. Okay. Well, yeah. He told somebody to do his work, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's snitching on the person who was trying to oh, do his okay. work. So at that point, <laughs> you're, you're in it. <laughs> Should have got it done. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you're in it, so you're not. Well, see, that's, and that's what I'm yeah, saying. All, all, all I'm saying is, you, you have to know what. If I start selling crack 
to feed my family. You got to know what you selling crack for. Like you understand these decisions, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, so, but, but it, am I a snitch? If I am a neighbor, a, a HOA paying person and I see somebody oh, no, breaking no, no. in to somebody's house. No, I'm not snitching. I'm not a snitch Snitching because I'm within, I, the I, it, with, within the code, within the code, within yeah. the code. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, big yeah, Wilmo. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would tell on a person breaking into the house. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Get them niggas out of my neighborhood. Get them niggas out of my neighborhood. If they get away over there, they might try to come. I ain't got yeah, time. They might, yeah, they might come over here. But listen. I, I ain't got time. Um, episode 50, uh, 59. Excuse me. Damn. We good. We, we climbing. Episode 59, man. Uh, shout out to Big Wilmo um, coming through, blessing us with his presence and with, with the knowledge. Because listen, listen, you should you should see my live feed. Like, yeah, they, they, they. A lot of people were like, "Wow, didn't know that." Like, so you, so you, so you bring a knowledge, like you, and 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 it doesn't, it doesn't matter the platform. Like I said, right. people, we're funny. We like to say funny shit, talk about funny shit, to have you come through and to um, give knowledge like that to people who thought it was, you know, we a funny podcast, and we, we I, I like to be funny, and we were funny or whatever, whatever. Um, I appreciate you coming through. So, Big Wilmo, uh, HBC, you graduated from uh, Winston Salem. Uh, you know, he, he, he's a community activist, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Mr. And listen, and listen, and, and listen, listen, when I said Mr. Charlotte, everything and what he was just talking about, <laughs> what, are, what, what are you doing? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> but yo, any outtakes for you, uh, John Doe? Shit. Um, I know you had topic, but I didn't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I ain't tripping. Okay. I'm like, yo, listen. Celebrate the little things, yo. It ain't always got to be a grandstand. Celebrate the little shit as you go along your way. Peace. Okay. Anything, any any outros you want to do? Hey, man. Uh, same quote as I always use. Keep your faith in God, but still lock your doors. Mm. Angie said, Angie said, what up? Angie from Smith. What up, Ed? Yeah. 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 What up, Sean? Shawanski? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Flip it back to you. All right, so episode 58, episode 58, we out of here. I appreciate everybody coming through, showing love. I'm sorry I couldn't communicate back and forth, but, you know, I had a guest on here, and um, that's how we rocking. So episode, I said 58, episode 59, Wilmo, appreciate it. John Doe, always appreciate the, 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 you know what I mean, Naskanine, and uh, we out of here. Peace. Yeah, that was good, man. That was fun. Huh? That snoring? Yeah, she, you know she snoring now. He said now. You know she snoring. Oh shit! Hey yo, episode episode fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, podcast going. Episode fifty nine. We out here. Wilmo, appreciate you coming through. And uh, episode six. I hope it should be something special, man. So, all right, peace.